you know, I don't really think there's an easy way to approach this issue. So I'm just going to jump right into it. My name is Chris. I am from Eastern Pennsylvania. I suffer from major depressive disorder, generalized anxiety, and post-traumatic stress disorder. And I am starting this um, podcast as part of my broader or our broader um, project called the Cope Now Project. I'm joined by my friend Brooke, um, who's my partner in this. She's going to be staying off mic for this episode only because her social anxiety is pretty high right now. Um, But we do want to try and get this series started. So just for time's sake, uh, she won't be joining this episode. So I'm going to start it off. Like I said, I, you know, I suffer from depression, anxiety, PTSD. Um, Brooke suffers pretty heavily from anxiety. Um, We are both young adults. I am 19. She is 20. Um, And as a quick side note disclaimer, um, I am getting over a little bit of a head cold. So just bear with me if I sound a little scratchy or... Um, if my voice sounds a little nasal, I apologize. Um, again, normally I would wait a few days to record until, you know, I sound better, but just for time's sake and for wanting to get this out there, um, I am going to record now. So just please, um, bear with me. But yeah, so we both, we both suffer. Um, we have, we have mental health issues, as I just said, and of course, you know, with the issues comes the suffering and I'm not going to go too much in detail in this episode this is more just like a trailer introduction but we both find ourselves needing a lot of peer support and here in eastern pennsylvania i mean we're not too too far from philadelphia or new york city even baltimore is uh, relatively close so we're not really in the middle of nowhere by any means but even though we do you know live in civilization there's not a lot out there um in terms of peer support from younger people and the reason why to us, we find it so important to get peer support specifically from younger people. As more research is done into the mental health field and, you know, all the science behind it and all the mumbo jumbo that really don't, I really like don't care about, but it is relatives one about it and how real it is have shifted and people, you know, start to believe us more. Um, But two, the way that people approach their issues kind of varies. I've seen in my own experience by your age. So from what I've seen when I've called the hotlines, when I seek out help is kind of the older you are, um, the older generations seem to have more of a dismissive attitude towards anything mental health related. Now they may acknowledge the fact that, hey, I suffer from this or that or the other thing, but they kind of are more dismissive towards their feelings. They'd be like, yeah, I'm depressed, but it's fine. I'm going to get over it. It doesn't matter whatever i just want to be very clear about that i'm not saying that those aren't good things to think that it's fine i will get over it i will work on it of course that's great but what i mean is it's almost like they're in denial about their own feelings their own issues they're kind of just like yeah like it's it's nothing and of course you know if you're listening to this you probably suffer from something and you know that it's not nothing i'm sure you have your good days your bad days where it's almost debilitating or is debilitating and you know, that's definitely not nothing. And so there have been times where I've called local hotlines or national hotlines for my own issues. And I've had quite a few counselors kind of have that attitude towards me and try and have me have that attitude where it's like, you don't really acknowledge or admit the fact that you're struggling. You're just like, yeah, like they want you to just be like, yeah, like it's fine. 
And for me, that doesn't work. And in my friend circle, we don't think that works. Um, but then the consequence of that, the flip side is, that, well, then you want the younger peer support. And that doesn't really exist in our area. I'm not sure about others, but here in eastern Pennsylvania, there really isn't much if that's what you're looking for. We founded this project, the Cope Now project, so that you could get that peer support any time of day, no matter where you live, because it is going to all be online, obviously, in whatever medium or format you prefer. So there'll be written stuff, there'll be some videos, and then there'll be this podcast. So we started this project because we believe that no one deserves to be alone, obviously. But we also, you know, we take into consideration the fact that we don't live in the middle of nowhere. You know, we do live in civilization. And if we live in civilization and something like this in a real life setting doesn't exist, or not enough of this exists, then what happens if you actually live in the middle of nowhere? You're in a worse boat than we are. So we started this project and then obviously this podcast being part of the project um, so that you do have that help. No matter who you are, where you are, what you suffer with, and no matter what time of day it is, you can be connected to someone by listening to their submissions, a written submission, a video submission, or listening to this podcast. You can be connected to someone who can share how they cope from that younger perspective, again, any time of day. So what you can expect from the Cope Now project in general, as well as this podcast, it's going to be community-submitted coping strategies. Um, there's a basic list of questions, and I'll just give the bare-bones version, but it's going to be, what is the strategy? How do you do that? If there are any challenges with it, like how do you overcome it? What does it help you with? Specifically, like, for example, I did a video submission and in that one, my strategy that I shared was I like to go out in nature. So what is the strategy? Go out in nature. How do you do it? Find a free park, take yourself to it, walk, bike, drive, have someone take you, etc. What are the challenges? It might be a scheduling issue. It might be a money issue um, because I suggest going to a park for a long period of time. So things like having food, having water, that might be an issue um, if you don't want to go like eat somewhere. So that could be a potential issue. But then the solution to that would be pack your own stuff. Another potential issue with this example would be like, you know, sunscreen if you're susceptible to burning easily. And then what does it specifically help? For me, it specifically helps my anxiety and depression to kind of be in a public area where other people are around and I'm not necessarily right next to them but I just I know they're around and it helps me feel less alone and just the ambience of listening to like water flowing or birds chirping or you know wind going through the trees and hearing the leaves rustle like that to me is very calming so that's what this is going to be about and be people sharing their strategies kind of like what I just did but again that was just a very uh, skim down version to give an example and explain the premise but it's going to be people coming in um, digitally obviously and they talk about what they do what it helps them with what symptoms of what disorder or whatever it is specifically called again I'm not a medical professional I just know that mine are called disorders but someone else who has a different mental health issue it might not be called a disorder but what medical issue does it help with? That's the important part. This project will only be as helpful as the people who back it. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because when I've called the hotline, sometimes they refer you to these really 
kind of stupid online lists of stuff that doesn't really work. Another thing I've noticed and another reason why I'm doing this podcast is because a lot of times when I've called the hotlines, I get connected with people who have good mental health and they've never been through a mental health issue or it's been so long that they're kind of detached. And I feel like it's better to talk with someone or hear from someone who is going through it right now. Um, Yes, I'm creating this project, but in no way am I cured or am I out of it. I'm still very much in my trauma, in my depression, in my anxiety, and I'm still fighting through every single day. But I think that's a good thing for a project like this. I think that's what people really need. With that in mind, what that means is that this project will only be as strong as the community that backs it because I'm not just going to pull stuff from an online list or a medical book or this resource, that resource, and just say, hey, you know, maybe trying this will help or do that and this might help. I want to hear from real people talking about real things that have actually helped them because I think that's what's most valuable. So it's a quality over quantity thing. And that quantity, again, will just depend on how many people are willing to come forward and share what helps them. And again, uh, it's already in the description and it's already on the website, but just to be very, very clear, this is not medical advice. This will not diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any disease. These are personal coping strategies to help you get through your day, similar to what you would find in a support group. But this is not medical treatment. If you feel like you have a mental health issue that you haven't sought any attention for, seek that attention. If you have a diagnosed mental health issue and you're getting treatment, this project and this podcast, neither of them can substitute for that treatment. So please take care of yourself, understand the purpose of this project, understand this is peer support, this is strategies to get through your day, but this will not medically treat anything that you're suffering with, physical or mental. With that, now that you kind of have a better understanding of what the series is about, uh, I hope you'll stick around. I'm going to try and do about uh, one episode a, a week. Again, this is a pilot project, so things can vary. I'm in college. Brooke is in college. I will most likely be doing more of the hosting. Well, I will be doing more of the hosting and Brooke will most likely stay more behind the scenes doing some scheduling and the post-production, but there might be a few times when she does come on the show. Again, it just depends on what we're talking about and also her own comfort level. One last thing before I close up, I just want to be very clear. Brooke and I, we are not talent. We don't like being talent. We usually prefer to be more of the techie people behind the scenes, but we think it's really important um, to do something like this. So we are putting ourselves out there, but please just set realistic expectations with us. We're not going to be super fun or animated or like as a professional would be. Of course, we're going to try. We're going to put effort in. We in no way want to be boring but you know we want we want to be upfront we want to be honest we're just two regular everyday people going through it and we're just trying to make it better one one day at a time for ourselves and for other people and I think that's the perfect way to kind of end it all so I hope you'll stick around and just know you're not alone